Friends, welcome to Into Deep. I'm your host, Jack Rowland. My guest today is a master of realism, Melbourne-based artist Juan Ford. Juan is a multidisciplinary artist, but best known for his hyper-realist oil paintings. His beautiful paintings are an amalgamation of figurative, botanical, and landscape, creating mythological characters and subject matters reflecting on man's relationship and impact on nature. He is a multi-award winning artist, he has had a total of 36 solo exhibitions, countless group shows and residencies, and a body of work that will make any technical painter slack-jawed in awe. Please welcome to the show, the incredible Juan Ford. Is there a point to all this? I think we're getting in too deep. You don't apply. Bad luck. Well, I have one speed, I have one gear. Go, 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 yeah, good, Jack. How are you? Excellent, mate. Excellent. Thank you again so much for, for doing this. Uh, um, great to be here. Yeah, wonderful. Mm. Uh, I'm sure it's no surprise. I've been a huge fan of your work for, for many, oh. many years. Every mm. every single show or group show that I go into where your work is there, I think, I mean, everyone that goes and looks is just in awe, goes oh. right up close, stands oh. back. It's, uh, yeah, you're... Um, a master of realism, really. Oh, thanks. But yeah, uh, yeah I try. Big, big fan, big fan. <laughs> uh, likewise, mate. I love your work. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, thanks, thanks, mate. No, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, did I? Um, I actually heard on a uh, interview you were doing while preparing for this that you actually studied engineering. I did. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, that's the kind of opposite for you know a yeah, fine art it, career. It is. I mean, uh, well, you can tell from my work. I. Uh, technical brain yeah, yeah yeah i like to problem solve as well um so when i was you know in high school i, I studied physics and chemistry and two maths and all that kind of stuff oh, wow. and uh thought it would be very sensible for me to become an engineer mm. and um it wasn't until i got into it that i realized that uh the well there was good job prospects and all that kind of thing but i, I guess the it felt like I was being made into a small part of a big machine. Right. You know? Right. And there was no room for individuality. I wanted to make um, – I was really into music and, and playing in bands and whatnot, and I wanted to make uh, amps. You know? mm. and, yep. You know, anything to do with, you know, the electronic side of music I wanted to be involved in. And uh, and there was one unit in the fourth year that, that, would, that covered that uh, audio – but uh, yeah, I never quite got there. I started hanging out with fine art students, and that was it. Yeah, that's yeah. that was the end. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of the end. But I like what you guys are doing. Yeah. What 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 kind of engineering were you studying? It was electronics and computer systems. Right, right. Yeah. I've heard like uh, I had a few friends that studied psychology, and it seems like the first year or two is just kind of all stats and kind oh. of it's almost like a filtering system because yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. If you can get through those first two years, then you allowed it into the interesting part. I think there's probably something like that going on in engineering too. Yeah, yeah and they, yep. they certainly filtered me out. Yep, yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> so how was that decision going from a uh, you know a, a a career lined out for you in engineering with a very <laughs> <laughs> obvious career path? With well, yeah. I mean, to, uh, the, 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 everything that we're going through right now—the microphones, the the uh, the electronics, the uh, you know, you got a stereo here, your TV, your phone in particular, all the all the comms engineering that goes into that stuff. It was in its, a lot of that was established and a lot of it was in, in, in its infancy. Mm. So yeah, I, I was learning about, uh, you know, how that kind of thing worked. And uh, so, yeah, I could have definitely gone into that and had a very, very different life, mm. but mm. I don't know if I would have been happy doing that, to be honest. Um, yeah. So, yep. Do you, yeah, do you, you come? I mean, you kind of alluded to it. Do, do you think that has anything to do with your attraction to realism? Um, perhaps um, the realism thing. Why do I do it? Uh, what do you do it? It's, yeah, it's. I can't. I tried to make mark, and it looked crap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. Couldn't do abstract, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Well, uh, I, I just look. It was something I could just do. Yeah, you know, I I remember. Um, what turned me was something really interesting. Uh, I was midway through my career, uh, sorry, my engineering degree, and a friend who um, uh, he owned a one of those shops where they sell basketball uh, cards, you know, mm-hmm. that kind mm-hmm. of thing. 
Like collectibles? Um, yeah, collectibles, yep. yeah, that kind of thing. And he's like, oh, you know, we went to a primary school together and he was like, oh, you used to always draw. Why don't you take this poster of Michael Jordan and knock out some, some drawings and we'll sell them in the shop? And I thought, oh, yeah, okay, a bit of money. And I sat there for the next three days and then I drew this completely photoreal drawing of uh, Michael Jordan without any awareness that I was even able to do that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. And then I, I had this real so crisis. Nice like, surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can do this. Uh, what am I doing doing, you know, studying this um, this stuff? And um, and and from that, it, I thought maybe I'll, you know, I'll, I'll combine the two and become like a, um, you know, take design and do industrial design or something mm. like that that's mm-hmm. a bit technical. And But every time I tried anything to do with the portfolio it would come out as art right you know right and yeah then when i told my family i was switching they they said yeah duh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i was the last one to know yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i tried to do a viscom visual communications and design at, at high school and uh you're able to do um uh, you know, like a one-two subject, uh, like a year 11 subject, you can do year, year 10 and, mm. and 11. So you can basically put them forward. So by the end of the Viscom mm. um, course, I thought I wanted to be a designer, but then the art one came after and it was just so much more freeing, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's yeah. just it's so much more fun to do whatever fun. you want. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you, you said uh, you went into engineering because you were really into bands and, and music and, mm. and all that. Were you playing in, in bands? Yeah, and, yeah, I, I played in several bands. What, um, what kind of music? It was, uh, yeah, just um, thrashy hardcore, you know. Yep. It was just um, very fast music. Yep. Um, you know, I played guitar. And, uh, you know, I can still speed pick and <laughs> that awesome. kind of thing. <laughs> uh, nice one. And it was just ridiculous. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was in that scene for a while. What kind of, uh, what kind of uh, music do you listen to now? Like what, what are your favorite bands? Oh, gosh. Uh, it's, it's very wide and varied. Yeah. Uh, anything from, uh, I, I like a lot of Eastern European and, and, uh, and Nordic, uh, music because I've got this theory that they're snowed in so often that, um, that you know what are you going to do you make you know amazing yeah. music right cold climates make really cool cool it, stuff comes it, out of cold exactly, climates exactly yeah. yeah so it doesn't matter the genre like music out of those regions tends, tends to be quite interesting mm. um but then you know it's, it can be anything from you know uh you know metal to techno to uh you know as long as it's good mm. you know whatever yep. that is yep yep you know i i don't have yeah, favourites. I don't know. Yeah. I struggle to, to, to know where to begin with that. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I don't even know what I like anymore. Yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot easier to define back when I, you know, really cared. Now it's just, yeah. if it sounds good, I'm, I'll, I'll listen to it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's definitely seminal, you know, bands in there, but, mm. uh, um, you know, yeah, I could say Black Sabbath, but you know, when was the last time I put that on? You know, right, yeah, right. It's, uh, Pink Floyd was always one of my favourites, but uh, I probably haven't course, listened yeah. to them. In, yeah. But I haven't listened to them in like I don't know, probably in ten years or <laughs> yeah. something. So can I still claim that? I don't know. Yeah. Um, mm. So what? What kind of? So you, you you ditched engineering. You went into studying fine art. Mm. What kind of? Um, I'm always interested to hear what um, mm. really good artists were making back when. Uh, you know, oh, their art yeah. was bad. <laughs> yeah, my art you, was bad. What were you making at at uni, or uh, or pre pre professional career? Well, I, I had no idea. Mm. You know, I I, I uh, you, you, when you're looking from the outside of what art is, it's very different to when you're in it mm. and looking out at the world and uh, and then creating. So, uh, I think I was making things that looked like art. You mm-hmm. know, and uh, and I was just sort of feeling my way through, and somehow I stumbled my way th- into university and uh, got through a folio process. I think it was technically competent, but kind of probably conceptually idiotic. Mm-hmm. You know what Same. I was doing. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> and and then you know I, I I had several wake up calls. You know during my education, where it's like, oh no, you got to, you know this this what what you make matters. Uh, you know the, the the meaning of it matters and. Uh, mm. And the content matters, and and so I gradually, yeah, got better at that side of things. Mm. Uh, but I don't think that mm, I don't think I really hit my uh, yeah, whatever the expression is. Yeah, you know, got my chops until you know, sort of uh, third year in honors. Yep. Um, then and uh, and and then I, I really uh, 
yeah. I, it was a matter of really like ditching music altogether and mm. committing yourself 100% to art. Mm-hmm. That's when that's when the, the big changes happened. That's when uh, the work got interesting and it started to take on, you know, more just bigger dimensions. Yep. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I, I was the same. I reckon final semester of final year was when I um, actually made anything <laughs> worth looking at and uh, just was starting to get in, interested in uni and then it was over. And, yeah, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I also I totally agree with uh, you about the um, – yeah, the content is, is, is super important and mm. um, I really didn't like uni. I don't think I'll go back because I really <laughs> didn't like it, but I like – after time, I really, really see the value in it and mm. strongly encourage young artists. To, I, I think it's a very good thing to go to uni. Yeah. It's a very yeah, yeah. good thing to, uh, you know, cop all that shit from <laughs> asshole academic teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, it sucks. It's, it's shit. It's, it's not fun. I oh, know. But I, it's, it, if I, you can just get through it it's true and you have to be kind of headstrong to mm. to get through and that that can clash with your education too mm-hmm. i think you know you, you can end up i don't know butting heads a bit with with the with the staff or you know i apologize to all my lecturers uh, who who you know endured me because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't have been that easy to teach i think um but you know i, I got through and you know we all persevered and it's and you, they taught me how to think like an artist mm. you know which is yep um i think it's the ultimate thing that you get out of uh, your degree right Totally. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Did you have a break between doing your honours and I think you did your master's as well, correct? Yes, yep. I did. I did yep. a research master's. No, I went straight through. Ah, right. Though, because I was supporting myself, um, I did some parts of it part-time and, and that kind of thing. So it was a, yeah, it was a s- slow process, but it was really nice to slow it down and just, mm. you know, after, what is it, two and a half years uh, of my research master's, uh, I only came out with about six major paintings, hmm. but you know they were they were bangers. You know, yep. they were really good. Yep. Yeah, What what was the research in? Um, so there was a back then. This is a I graduated that in two thousand one. There wasn't much uh, research into. Um, well, okay, I'll just backtrack a bit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a lot of uh, PhDs and, and masters uh, tend to. Um, involve a lot of uh, philosophical reading, um, for example. Um, whereas mine was around a structure that was not really explored. Uh, so if you think back to um, uh, Holbein's Ambassadors, uh, you've got that elongated skull, which is a planar anamorphosis. Um, that combination of realism with planar anamorphosis was exceedingly rare. Um, there was only two artists that I could identify in history that had uh, played with it and Holby and had only made one painting like that. What is what is planar animal <laughs> It's planar animal phosis. Planar so animal phosis? You, you've, you've seen it a million times. Uh, so if you're watching a, a football game, um, you get the, the elongated ads that are painted on the field oh, and then right. when the camera is positioned in front of them, they, they jump out. Right. right. Yeah, I've seen a lot of um, uh, new age graffiti artists have started doing mm. that a lot. Yes, that's right. There's mm. a, a lot of lot of lot of um, street art has mm-hmm. uh, has taken it on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it, basically it's uh, it's a conic section, conic section of um, of you know the the eye, uh, you know, it's the, perspective. It yeah, yeah. Like basically, everything enters you, you basically in a big cone into into your the, your pupil. And normally, we see that uh, perceive everything as. Uh, like a plane of glass in front of us. That's mm-hmm. a conic section that's at 90 degrees to um, to the cone. But if you cut it uh, at say 45 degrees, uh, you get uh, you get a, a certain kind of distortion. So uh, when you anyway, that it basically means that uh, an image that can't be recognised conventionally, but when you look at it from a, a different angle, uh, then it pops into view. And uh, there's other kinds of animal foces, but that combination I thought was really like a really rich um, vein to mine. Mm, and mm. so I spent the next uh, yeah two and a half years working out um, some structures that I could use, 
and you know, obviously the theory behind it as well. And um, mm. yeah, yeah, I've seen some cool um, uh, sculptures, kind of like that, where you know it might seem just like a big pile of rubble of all this junk, and then mm. on the right angle with the right light, yes. uh, some yeah. incredible realistic depiction, um, mm. of rep- some representational scene emerges only from one position. So, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. I've <laughs> wouldn't even know where to begin. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, the, the theory whether was it that um, I, I guess I was studying with a lot of you know. By the time you, you hit fourth year, um, people you know you you might be doing your painting degree, but no one's really painting anymore. You know, mm. well I was, but um, you know, there's people are making video art or you oh, know, installation yeah. or whatever, right? And I was you know very influenced by that, so I started making paintings that could use the space around them. Mm. And and that was a, had this spatial and uh, and sometimes site specific component to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was it was talking to you know contemporary practice as well. Um, in in but anyway that yeah that's where it came from. Yeah yeah, yeah awesome. Oh that, that that would have been a fascinating thing to uh, yeah. sink your teeth into. It was for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. It was good fun. <laughs> yeah. So you're I mean you're these days you are um, you're most well known for your oil paintings. Mm. I, I think it's safe to say, but you yeah. you do um, a mul- you have a multidisciplinary practice. Uh, I've seen recently you've just done these incredible installations <laughs> of these sculptural works, um, mm. custodians of the interval uh, that you did that you installed in. And outdoor settings in Noosa, yeah, um, and yeah. Uh, and Taiwan. Oh, and Taiwan, yeah, right, the same right. Month, was, yeah, right. Was that the um, floating lands one? Yeah, or? floating lands was. Um, yeah, so the, it's a, a biennale or however you want to call it mm. of um, uh, art that responds and is inside the environment. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I suppose the as well as far back as I kind of looked, you know the. The, the themes and the, the ideas, uh, which I totally, absolutely resonate with mm. uh, behind your work, really seems to be, uh, the, you know, the, the, the natural uh, element, the natural world, the human connection to the natural world, mm. how we're being severed and how we're, we are very mm. much a part of it, yeah. um, which I absolutely, um, I mean... Just such an important <laughs> reminder. I, I was in I was in Office Works the other day, and hmm. it was just the most artificial environment, and just oh, void of any. I just had a moment where I'm just it's just void of any kind of nature, and we. It's a landfill just store. Spend, <laughs> just spend most of our time yeah. in these environments that I are so it. void yeah, of yeah. of the natural um, uh, elements and any kind of nature. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, that was a tangent. Um, when mm. when when did the uh, attraction to the natural world, that the need to kind of reflect mm. this into your practice come? It's always been there. Um, it was just, it just took me years to work out how to do it. Mm. So, yeah, I've always loved, you know, being outside and uh, and, and amongst it. Um, so, you know, from playing, I grew up in Sunbury outside of oh, Melbourne. Yeah. Yep. And um, there was a creek running, you know, near the back of the house, uh, you know, around the corner. You know, as far back as I can remember, I was I was there playing with my friends and you know, doing all sorts of having fun in the bush, um, and uh, what really shocked me was uh, probably a couple of years after that, maybe when I was seven, they uh, they bulldozed the whole thing, and um, I couldn't work out what was going on, and then I started just noticing it everywhere, and of course it wasn't just me noticing it; this was happening all over the world, mm. um, and uh, and that. You know, it was of great concern to me, and uh, and it, it it's it always sat there, you know. Um, but I didn't make work about it until about I didn't make successful work about it that I would show until about two thousand six, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it it came out of that, and but I've constantly, you know, hiked and mountain biked and and um, and been out there. Yeah, I just didn't. I had to. It's hard to take it, have an original take on it. You know, because mm. landscape is so done, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, uh, so to, to have a, a unique take that, you know, somebody looks at the work and says, oh, that's a, that's a Jack Rowland, you know. Mm. Um, you know, it's, uh, it takes years to develop that, right? Yeah, that was my entire university. <laughs> uh, could, could draw, sure, but mm. like how do, you, how, do you find what you, how do you find your voice? It's yes. so difficult. Yeah, it's it is. It's like yeah. no one can really tell you to no. do it. You just eventually have to yeah. – 
keep trying. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you stumble it in. It's torture. It's torture, it's torture if yeah. you don't have it, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like the most traditional kind of uh, genres of, of art, portrait and landscape, mm. you've kind of combined the two in a way, haven't you? I did, you? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's exactly and, the point. It's, yeah. it's uh, like um, it, it always struck me that, you know, a painting of a landscape or a person or they're, they're so different to the actual landscape and the actual person. Mm. Um, but they're indicative of those those things. And then I thought, well, you know, uh, it, you know, you have these visionary moments where you, you think, well, it's all the same mm. stuff anyway. Like we are products of the natural environment. We are the same thing. We're still made of the same stuff as a blade of grass. Um, you know, it's still carbon atoms and whatnot. Um and I, I just thought, well, you know, these uh, these distinctions, these genres are kind of bullshit. You know, I, I'm just going to collapse it all and, you know, combine them and, and see what happens. And, and yeah. that's when the magic started. Occurring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, so when was that first breakthrough, 2006, did you say? Yeah, about 2006. I'd been camping and, I don't know, I was just lying there, you know, looking up at some uh, some leaves and, and that's when it, I thought, hang on. Mm. Yeah, you know, it just comes as a... You know, it comes as an entire thing sometimes, you know. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I've yeah. had a few of those moments. It's, yeah. it's always nice, isn't it, when you're dying to get back into the studio? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I always have them after, you know, time away or time mm. in nature or a holiday, you know, right. when I kind of deprive myself of studio time and don't let it happen and the ideas really um, really get there. Exactly. Was, was part of it kind of, you know, when you look at clouds and you often see shapes and there's pattern recognition? I mean, was it mm. a kind of something along the lines of that, looking in the nature and seeing yeah, figures or? I don't know. It's just setting myself up to for the possibility of something mm. to happen, you mm. know, yep. just clearing the slate. So what was the what was the breakthrough piece? Was it a um, body of work? Yes, or was it, it, one, yeah, it was a, a body of work. Mm. I, I showed it at Sullivan and Strumpf as my first show there. When Wonderful. I was, when I was um, showing with them. Um, it was, uh, it was a show called a hundred thousand lux about sunlight. Mm-hmm. So that's the, 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 uh, intensity of sunlight. Um, it was during that time when, um, we were really quite worried about going into, um, a countrywide, um, drought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really dry. And, uh, so the environment was front of mind for a lot of us. And, uh, I, I was looking I was thinking quite pessimistically about it and listening to some black metal and, and things like that. And then I was, uh, I started playing with uh, this idea of, you know, I was looking at the, the shadows of the gum leaves and then I thought, well, if I drape those on top of uh, faces, they would look like uh, uh, corpse paint, mm. you know. Like what, sorry? Cor- corpse paint. Corpse uh, like paint? what, the... Uh, when you get Norwegian black metal guys and they, they put all that black and white makeup on. Oh, yep. Yeah. Is that what and you call it? Corpse paint. It's called corpse paint. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and, and so I just took these three things and went, okay. And, and then I, yeah, I, I, I mucked around with that and, and yeah, it, it, it looked, it hit all the, uh, it, it hit all those uh, visual references, mm. and then at the same time, it was like it's it's landscape and it's portraiture together. It's uh, it's botanical illustration and collapsing all these things. It's it's got this uh, commentary on the environment. You know, it it just it just worked. Mm. You know, and uh, and from there on, you know, my whole practice changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love link- linking it to that kind of that metal aesthetic. You can just yeah. like your little secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen you like put a few little. Um, you know, musical references in often the T-shirt of something where oh, it might yeah, be a yeah, band yeah. T-shirt that just like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some yeah, metal or something. It's, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Just uh, one for the fa- for from a for yeah. the boys, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and girls, you know, anyone who's into it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, the you know the the mixing of uh, you know you. you you build these. They look so fun to make because you make you mm. make models before you paint them. Yeah, right, yeah, I, I assume. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. wrapping them up with you yeah. know tape or plastic or yeah. paint. You know, like plants covered in these um, art. You know, artificial goo or, or paint yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's um, uh, kind of very much what we're doing to the natural world. It's exactly what just we're doing. We're just dumping it. crap everywhere, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, when, yeah. When, when did when did um, the artificial sides of things start to kind of come into your work and 
pretty, pretty choke, choke the natural elements. Pretty much it. right away. Yeah. Uh, so I did this series of portraits, like I said, and then um, with the with the leaves, shadows, um, and then at, almost straight away I started playing with the format. Mm. Um, probably another six months later. Uh, I started, uh, you know, I took a big branch of, you know, um, fallen branch of, of eucalypt and then just taped it up to make it, to resemble a, a, a really crude figure. Mm. And and that's when I thought, oh, well, this is the same idea again, but in a different format, you know. Mm-hmm. And basically I've played with that same format for the, since that time, you know. The, the, it's just been uh, not necessarily on repeat, but just... Uh, uh, rhyming every time with mm. with that with that uh, with that structure. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, creating your own language to just yeah. constantly play with different ideas and exactly. yeah, um, yeah, or bend the ideas or ex- expand so, on the ideas and to progress it. You know, to yep. to evolve it constantly and mm. uh, and mm. let it. You know, that's the interesting part too. You know, because. Painting is great and everything, but it can be drudgery, right? You know. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> and that—that's—that's that's exactly what I think about mm. uh, with your practice. The the making looks so of of these models or mm. wrapping stuff around your face and mm. taping it up, and I mean that looks really fun and playful. So it, you're yeah. uh, able to tap into a few different, um, I don't know, your your childlike playful element, yeah. and then the. Uh, the painstaking torture of sitting in a studio for <laughs> one month on one painting is oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they take around oh, that what? three and a half months sometimes yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not small <laughs> no 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 it's uh, yeah it's taxing <laughs> yeah, yeah oh yeah totally yeah. Mm. after my last show I uh, very much had burnout <laughs> yeah, yeah totally like, I was yeah. rinsed <laughs> so, yeah that was a big show so yeah. uh, so just so I don't know it was uh you do, what has been your uh, uh, coping mechanism of dealing with uh, hard-laboured realism for how many years? I saw you've done 36 solo shows. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't think about it. When you add them up, wow, it's a few. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do I do? Um, uh, normally it's just getting out there uh, in, into, the, into the environment again. Mm. Occasionally, it, you know, I used to travel. I don't do that so much now. Mm. Um but uh, yeah, for well, since since a teenager, I was writing BMX, you know, build jumps and sunbury awesome. and you yep. know, and hurt myself and mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I never sort of gave that up, you know. It, it turned into mountain biking, and I I stuck at that for thirty years. Yep. So yeah, it was often around that, you know, just uh, getting on my bike and uh, head, heading off to new and interesting places. Um, so there was a lot of that. That's a great way to blow off steam. Mm. And also to recalibrate your body because you're so right-hand focused so, uh, when you're painting, right, mm-hmm. uh, that you need to just blast it out and, and get both sides going. Yep. Yeah. So yep. uh, I think that's that's probably something that's, that's kept my body healthy um, during that time. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's it's basically exercise. I would say that's the thing that's uh, that I've I've always gone to to yep. uh, to, to to relieve stress. Yeah, and, good, and, and excellent. The, well, whatever it is, the the cooped in feeling. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm. Mine was just partying heaps and just absolutely <laughs> polluting my body from all. <laughs> but, uh, I'm, I, I'm, I have learned, party. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning very quickly that the. Your body changes in your mid thirties. You uh-huh. definitely can't rely on that anymore. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Hey, you wait till you hit fifty, mate. It's a... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> there's no shortcut to exercise. No, there's not. You got to. Um, you just got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> have, have you been to? I've, I've been to the. There's some really cool dirt bike tracks or uh, mountain biking tracks mm. in Harcourt, just past. Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah, been, yeah. Been up there. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the only one I've ever been to. Oh it's, right, yeah, yeah. Just went on the the, the easiest one and <laughs> stacked it twice. But it's great. It's great fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's really good fun. It's, it feels like you're flying. Yeah, you know? no, yeah, it does. It yeah. does. Yeah, it's, absolutely. And it's such a huge. Uh, everywhere, every time I look now, there's a new one somewhere. You know. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. How do you um, do? Do you think about your work in bodies of work? Do you kind of yeah. play with like a a, a a new kind of concept or mm. um, a new bit of inspiration? Or mm. I mean, part part of your work also seems very like myth mythological yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, they totally. really do. You play with um, mythologies or other 
readings, writings, or mm. do you just develop them yourself? I mean, I, I just read and uh, I don't write so much. Uh, I read broadly. I listen to a, you know, I mean, cooped up in the studio, I listen to a lot of podcasts and, and mm-hmm. audio books and have always done, uh, even before, you know, uh, Audible and, you know, uh, subscription uh, services like that, I'd, I'd be uh, buying audio books for the deaf um, mm-hmm. on, uh, on eBay and they'd come in DVD form and every chapter would be written, uh, sorry, would be uh, narrated by uh, someone different because it was all volunteer-based, you know. Yep, yep. I was, yeah. So you're filling your head with with all sorts of um, things, you know, from, from all that listening that mm. you're doing. Uh, mythology, yeah, it makes its way in there. I don't consciously, um, you know, uh, do... Specific research. I might, you know, have a spike of interest in, in sadhus or something like that, mm-hmm. or, or you know, um, I, I I do like this idea of the the wandering nomad, uh, you know, uh, spiritual enlightened uh, figure, um, or whatever they are, um, and uh, yeah, there's a fascination there. I'd I'd love to do that, but I, I know I wouldn't be able to. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just wander through nature and yeah yeah totally find I, enlightenment i have this idea this this yeah i'd, I'd yeah but you know that's not going to happen right you know <laughs> <laughs> so you know i just sort of uh i just retain I an interest in it and then it, it just seeps into the work i guess mm. yeah um you know because i i i think we distract ourselves so much with all the, the tech and the and screens and and whatnot um but we forget that we're you know we're an animated bag of bones and meat it's fucking amazing mm. you know mm. like people forget that that just the, the mere fact that we exist is extraordinary and yep. uh and and that's what i try and tap back to in the work you know and that's why these figures uh, that I'm, I'm talking about uh i imagine that they're 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 constantly pondering, uh, you know, there's a miracle that we are, you know, and, uh, and yeah. And so therefore, you know, they, they, they make their way into the work. Mm. Yeah. Oh, mm. Tapping into that, that space, you know, of actually constantly reminding yourself that it is an absolute miracle that we're alive and yeah. things are incredibly amazing. The, yeah. You know, the maths and f- stuff that's repeated in nature yeah. and how beautiful and fractally everything is. Right. It's like, I don't know. It's like it's a constant um, battle between you know things are reminding yourself and keeping 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 the the cup full so you can uh, remind yourself to to notice. Mm, um, mm. Yeah, I think art definitely is a, a plays a big role in in um, uh, re- reminding people that uh, a, lo- mm. a lot of a lot of art does. Um, how do you, how do you stay in touch in touch with 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 that kind of uh, that side of everything? It, that's it, how do you it, stay spiritually it, high? <laughs> uh, spiritually high, it's easy. Just it, I just drive out to you know somewhere with that's uh, that's natural and uh, mm-hmm. well, it's all natural, right? Mm. You know, uh, you could argue that you know uh, that couch is just as natural. You know? Sure, yeah. yeah, a beehive is natural. That's yeah. like an artificial inverted commas it, exactly. structure, but it's we wouldn't view it like that, would you? No, no. Or a city is like mm. a, you know. But yeah, I, I I head out to um, to a, a forest mountains um, usually that way uh, out east mainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, east and stuff. Yeah, further on, Dandenong is the beginning. That's mm. that's a that's a it's fantastic spots everywhere there. Yeah. Um, but you know you you go further out into the northern parts of Gippsland and you know where no one goes. They're, they're amazing places. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, back of Warburton. Uh, you know, into the high country. Love yeah. the high country. Yeah. Oh. Mount Buffalo is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely love it. So good. So, <laughs> so good. So good. And, uh, yeah, I, I get into a little bit of uh, four wheel driving these days. Yeah. And, I saw you've got a, yeah. you got a beast on you. <laughs> you got a beast of a car. <laughs> it's not, not the biggest beast. Like, uh, it's uh, pretty good. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. How long have you had that? Um, about two years. Yeah. 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 That must yeah. have been a game changer, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, before it would be that I'd just drive out to a trailhead and camp out or whatever, mm, and mm. walk out or ride out. But now you can actually drive into these places that you know you you ford a little stream and then you, you the places that no caravan could ever go. And then there's campsites everywhere out there and there's no one there. 
Mm. How or, good. Yeah. How good. It's, and then you, you got no reception. You know, what are you going to do? You ponder your existence, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> that is the recipe to keep the, the cup full. Yeah. That is it. Yep. That's it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. After, um, after like my last show, I very, very much, uh, had no no money and no uh, mm. ability to to go out, and I just knew as soon as mm. uh, as soon as I was able to just get out of the the, the grind, mm. um, it'll all come. And I just just uh, just had a holiday, and uh, where'd you go? I uh, went to Europe, oh. I did Spain, cool. um, yeah. which you're, you're from, your yeah, well, background, yeah, yeah. Um, Italy, uh, a bit of Germany, and a couple of days in London. But just mm. um, yeah, I I just after having that time away from the daily grind uh, you know just uh, you really just recalibrate realize how important getting out in nature is if you don't have an idea for a show being a landscape painter like <laughs> what's your excuse get yeah, out there yeah, get yeah, out yeah, there yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a, a nice kind of reminder that uh, mm. i've had recently yeah. um yeah also i've seen on your instagram post you've been doing a lot of on plain air painting or drawing 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 now, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and um i also uh Found your um, your recent rant about AI very ah. interesting, which I yeah. very much agree with. Actually, yeah. you know, um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm interested to hear you expand on that. Yeah, look, I, I wouldn't pretend to to know as much about AI as some people. Mm. You know, I, I've just been sort of from afar watching what it does, um, and uh, and how it's 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 tending to replicate a lot of the functions of the artist. And that made me think of, you know, what, what happened with photography um, in, you know, what's that, 1820, the first daguerreotypes were made. And but it wasn't until 1860 that, you know, artists really started responding to it around then. Uh, so Manet's Olympia, that kind of thing. Um, could, could be getting the dates wrong there, but mm -hmm. you get my drift. Um, and, yeah, that, it, that technology supplanted one of the roles of, that, that painting held, which was, you know, this realistic depiction of something so it leads to a an explosion of uh, modernist art thereafter and experimentation all that wonderful stuff um i think we're at this juncture now mm. uh again and it's but it's going to be broader it's not just going to be confined to to certain media i think it's going to be across across all visual media uh, be it film be it sculpture be it whatever it's it's going to be affected um but that which we were just talking to, uh, you know, that, that miracle of, of existence, the, you know, that human perception, inspiration, all that kind of thing, that's not something a machine can do. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's where I intuit that we're going to have to uh, concentrate our energies, you know. So for me that meant, um, you know, basically relocating the studio outside. So uh, I go uh, to wherever, you know, uh, started at Lake Mountain. Mm -hmm. um, I know this little spot. Um, and I um, uh, extended my awning on the car and set up an easel there. I just, I'd bought an easel almost on the way, yep. you know. Yep. <laughs> just, I nice. just I'm going to do this. And, uh, and, and just started drawing because it all comes from drawing in the end, you know. The, the first marks, you know, probably – we don't know, but, you know, pre-language, you know, mm. marks in the sand or, mm. you know, you got, you know, we've been making marks on, on, on walls uh, forever, you know. Uh, so I want to begin there mm. and then and then just see where it takes me. I don't know where it's going to take me, mm. but um, I want to uh, eliminate the – concentrate on what AI can't do. Right, you know, and, and right. I, I'm not saying that I'm going to eliminate it completely. Uh, it's going to affect everything. We can't predict how it's going to go, but um, I'm just I'm trying this thing mm. and uh, and seeing what happens. No, I um I'm yeah I, it's not like that. I'm anti AI. I think mm. it's an inc it's absolutely incredible. It is. Yeah. It's too incredible though. That's, right. That's the thing. It's too incredible. Yeah. And um, you know, I have seen. I mean, obviously, artists like Sam Leach. I think he does. Yeah, an Sam does a lot like of that, yeah. he does incredible uh, 
you know, it's interesting. If anyone's going to do it, someone like Sam is the person to do yeah, it. He's, yeah, he's incredibly sure. intelligent and he's yeah. very informed and he's uh, informed in art history and, and, he, and he's, he's got stuff to say about it. But yeah. I also, I've seen many artists and, and I've done it as well with some mural stuff, which, you mm-hmm. know, just play, playing with new, new technologies and ideas, but, mm. you know, generating images completely from, from scratch. And yeah. um, I've seen more and more people start to do that mm-hmm. and it's... Uh, what yeah? What what are you left with? What are you saying? There's yeah, not much, yeah. There's not yeah, much yeah. to be um, explored. It it does take out the human element mm. of it. Uh, you know that being said, there there are incredibly awesome things you you can use it with. Uh, I've I've had uh, a, a, an, an image, a photograph that I've taken, and mm. and I've been able to just extend the. Um, the sides, you know, oh, just like a amazing. mountain range, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit further to get yeah, the correct yeah. composition. Um, things like that have been really helpful and stuff. But e- even so, very um, weary of of relying on on such things. Mm. But um, yeah, there's this. I was just saying before we started. There's this artist called Andrew Tischler who does these incredible, mm. um, uh, well, incredible paintings. Um, but he also does incredible uh, tutorials on YouTube. And he did a recent video that he was kind of doing a bit of a bit of a rave on AI and exactly that, how it does mm. take away the, the human element um, and mm. seeing seeing a reality or an expression through someone's lens, not mm. a not a big amalgamation of a whole bunch of different images mm. from the internet, from the collective consciousness, mm. but um, through an individual. And that that's mm. the, the backstory is often what's what's interesting about it all and, and what makes uh, what makes that person different or, or or what makes them worth viewing or, or mm. listening to but yeah it's again it's not that i'm completely anti it i think there's a lot of interesting things to be explored but i think i'm also wanting to move away from that using it at at all um, yeah yeah in any sense really i mean you know I still use photoshop still use sure. technology and, yeah. and, and things but um yeah it's um like I said before, if, if, I, if I'm a landscape painter, just spend more time in the bush, spend more yeah, time out there. Exactly. And, um, and it'll be enriching anyway. What, what I notice <laughs> is just what you notice. You, you, you start paying attention to things that you wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. You, you, if you take a, a snapshot, you know, take it back and Photoshop it and then whatever, make, it a, uh, make a painting out of it later, you're still not going to notice 10% of what you notice when you're out there, mm. you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and that that forms the aesthetics of um, or informs the aesthetics of what you're doing. It informs the process. Everything's changing, you know. You got to cope with that, you know. Being an annually annually retentive painter like me, you know, it's just, you know, where I was for years. I've spent so much time on this kind of precision. It it's, doesn't lend itself to that at all. Mm, mm. But you have to rely on, on other skills that you have, you know, mainly yep. drawing. And then however it, whatever, it, whatever it turns into, I don't know. But um, I think it'll still have the same intensity, uh, but it'll it'll be, yeah, presented differently somehow. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So these are you, I mean, you said wherever it goes, you're not sure yet, but do you think that these drawings will be the basis of, of paintings to come? Yeah. And is that a different way that you, uh, I assume that you, um, well, you build, you build your models or mm. you construct your subject, but um, I assume there's a lot of, uh, of photography that goes into your work? Or yeah. Do you... Well, there has been. I, I often worked with both. Yep. Um, but I, I want to just cut out the photos. Yeah. You know, yep. just remove them, just work from life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I always did a lot of that. Uh, I teach drawing one day a week and uh, I adore it, you know. And um, yeah, I, that, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I rarely do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Um, Are you enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's great. It's um, yeah. It's 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 fascinating. It, I look forward to it every time. Mm. It requires a bit of planning, you know. I think the other thing is just going to the studio every day is just 
It can be a bit much, can't it? Yeah, yeah, and you're by yourself. Mm -hmm. And and maybe that thing you were talking about before with COVID, um, you know, we're all shut-ins for a really long time there. And and I think that, uh, especially in Melbourne, right, and being shut into the studio, I had some really productive time there. Mm. But, yeah, maybe it just cracked me a bit, you know. Yeah, I think that's what <laughs> happened to me as well, yeah. right? I just had like two years of being locked inside completely mm. and then part of that time I had to wasn't allowed access to my studios, had to yeah. do it in the, in the living room, which yeah. is like couldn't, uh, I did the same. couldn't turn off, couldn't, mm. you know, just looking at the painting. I had to turn the painting around if I wanted to enjoy <laughs> my night. But, yeah. um, but then doing a solo show... You know, we, we get freedom. Yep, mm. cool. Let's enjoy ourselves, son. And mm. then I had a solo show, which just felt like another mm. eight months of lockdown. It was like, yeah, it was. It kind of reached my limit. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Like, definitely keen to get back into the studio. But yeah. um, as I was saying earlier, uh, before we started, the you know having having the murals as a way of uh, mm. still painting, still playing with ideas, still getting color on a wall and and also just mm. using so much more of my body uh mm. you know it's very physical you yeah know, of course really roughing a, a brush on a wall rather than moving two fingers really yeah. really carefully mm. has been an, a bit of a godsend to stay creative stay playful keep playing with ideas and um and then once the the sunburn is a bit too much and the public <laughs> constantly wanting to talk to you is a bit much you can uh, <laughs> retreat to your studio it's actually a, a really nice balance yeah but, yeah Maybe that returns to, you know, uh, studio practice of old, you know, in a way. People, mm. artists from, from the past, you know, before there was uh, electrical light, for example, uh, still making pretty extraordinary things, but, you know, the, they were completely dependent on, on the hours of the day that where there was sunlight coming in, then that was it. You know, you, yep. you had to back up and, you know, the, yeah, yeah, you talk to your family and whatever, you know. Have yeah. to talk to the old family. <laughs> <laughs> How was your day? <laughs> you know, it's, it's... actually sounds a lot healthier, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, right? Yeah, it's otherwise, you know, you, you could really... You can imagine yourself being a, a shut-in in a factory just, you know, uh, making contemporary art, you know, and, and but it doesn't work like that because we're humans, you know. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yep. You know, we're not printers, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, your your last exhibition, uh, Dearthlings, am I saying it right? Darthlings, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Earthlings, a bit, yeah, Darth, yeah. Anyway. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just um, thinking, so that one seemed to be much more about these uh, mythological kind of kind mm. of um, figures. And, um, yeah, I was wondering, I just thought I'd pick, pick a show and just sure. kind of... Um, uh, explore the kind of ideas behind one show as, a, as opposed to mm. your body, your yep. practice in, in general. So what, um, and this might go tap back, to, uh, circle back to that kind of mythology thing mm. we were talking about before. What was, um, what was the un- underlining idea behind Darflings? Uh, what were these creatures? What, what, what ideas yeah, were you playing yeah. with? Um, well, without spoiling your fun too much, it does relate to this whole evolution. Yeah, it, it's still that that thing. But they ba- they basically the figures became much more personified mm. uh, in the last two shows. So I think the last two shows are kind of the same show, mm-hmm. you know, if right. you like. Um, so I'm going to talk about it that way. If that's all right. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. The the uh, the I started using um, uh, mannequins. Uh, under under those um, uh, those structures, um, and uh, I'd been doing that for a while. But uh, I guess yeah, like, like we we're talking about the the shutting myself in so much, and um, it 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 leads you down some some really interesting roads. Uh, so yeah, I started. I guess what happened rather than them being genetic generic ideas of figures, they took on personalities, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and each became more and more distinct and, uh, and started, um, I guess in the way that an author, uh, starts to have the characters live in their head, you know, uh, mm. if that happens, I don't know, I don't write, but, um, yeah, they started to, to take on lives of their own almost in there. And so, yeah, towards the end of the, the making part of the exhibition pre-showing, um, I, I thought, yeah, these, these are, yeah, they, 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 
they're, they're becoming um, Frankensteinian, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, they've I'm cobbling to them together, and they're starting to 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 breathe a bit of life into 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 each of them, and 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 that's where it that's where I left it, and so they they became these creations of mine that that. Uh, that have uh, set themselves loose upon the world. Mm. How, how much character development do you, at least mentally, kind of put into these? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't do it on purpose. It right. just happens. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah. they just, you know, the more time you spend on them, you know, you, you're lovingly creating um, these things and um, these these characters. And and as you do so, they each takes on a, a logic mm-hmm. of its own, a life logic of its own. And, uh, and, and then, yeah, it, it adds up to the painting really, but, um, it, it, you end up breathing, yeah, the pneuma life into, into, into these, um, into these creations and, and, and each of them, yeah, uh, the ones that, that made it into the show are the successful ones, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and they're the ones that, that, yeah, that have a, a little life to them. Um, so that's that's kind of what the show was about, really. Mm. Yeah. Do Do you look at any kind of other mythologies? Like, there's um, mm. some really cool kind of like pagany kind of. I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, oh, there's this uh, Yuri is right into it. Uh, my wife, she um, mm. there's this this podcast called Blind Boy Podcast, which is this Irish guy, and he's um, he's a punk singer, I think, and he's very he's done some really great podcasts on art, mm. but he's he's really into uh, Irish. And pagan mythology and oh, the costumes and stuff, mm. and there's these festivals and mm. people. Um, I, don't, I don't even know what cultures. I've, I've seen all these incredible books of these mask-like shamanistic kind yeah, of yeah, outfits yeah, yeah, that yeah. Um, I don't know embody different spirits or anything. I mean, is that kind of yeah? It's 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 there. Like I don't necessarily research mm. each of those individually. I, I feel like uh, at some point. It's got to come from within, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the the line at which you become inspired by something you've seen out there is uh, it's like an anthropological kind of research, right? And you say this is possible, and this is possible, and this is possible. And that's super interesting. Um, but I'm more inclined to just I, I love that stuff, um, but I'm more inclined to just shut that side of it down and see what bubbles up. Yep. You know. Yep. And it's that's just as weird, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Um, now it, it's it may not be as culturally informed, um, but uh, you know this this is about what's I'm I'm interested in that inner process mm. and, and and what what that brings forth. So um, you know I'm still inspired by that stuff. Uh, recently uh, I went to and took a whole bunch of friends to see um, Heilung. What's that? Oh. Heilung, you've got to do the next time we're going. Sure, what uh, is yeah. it? Heilung, uh, they're a, a Nordic ensemble. Um, it's kind of like, uh, well, they, they, they make all their own instruments out of horns. So and, it's like Viking music? Yeah, it's yes. like that. It's <laughs> oh, I think, I think uh, amazing. my friend Ash Coates went and saw that. Oh, where, really? Where, where was the gig? Yeah, it was at the Forum. Yeah, yeah, he went yeah. there. He was telling me about it. Yeah, it yeah, sounded yeah. like... Epic, like it was Viking soundtrack. Ridiculous! <laughs> it was amazing. Love you know, that. It was, yeah. It was. Uh, how, where to begin? It was a ritual. Mm, you know. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, so good. Yeah, yeah. Like people were watching this in awe with tears streaming down their faces. Wow. It was just, you know, this reminder that we're, you know, this is the kind of thing we used to do. Mm, you know. Mm. And we all did it, all peoples, all corners of the world, we did this. And now we're going to chatty, you know. It's, it's, it's not, you know. Yeah, the, the, rich, <laughs> the ritual of chatty, Chadston it's, Shopping Centre. I got Northland around the corner. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, my it's, ritual. It's, it's, it doesn't, <laughs> it cannot possibly be, uh, you know, as, as yeah. equivalent, you know. It, it's... Oh, it's, but it, it's it seriously devolved from this richness. This yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. So. yeah I, that I, I mean, I watched. I was mad on Game of Thrones when that came out, mm. and then when that was over, I needed a bit more and tried and watched Vikings, which mm. is kind of like you know, 
poor person's Game of Thrones. Uh, yes. <laughs> I really wanted I to like too, that. <laughs> I really wanted to like that show, and I liked a lot of elements about it, but I just couldn't like something about it. Just didn't quite scratch the itch. But yes. Anyway, um, aesthetic was beautiful, but mm. the soundtrack. I really got into listening to the soundtrack. Oh, well, um, the soundtrack is, is some of that is high lung. Oh right, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So the, I think the opening. Um, the opening scene, you know, with the the boat and the water, and mm-hmm. uh, I think that's that might be Highland. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right, right. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was listening to that in yeah. uh, in the studio. It was just uh, uh, it's like primal, right? It's yes, like summoning spirits. Or... Yes, 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 yes. All that, all that good stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh wow, that would have been that would have been a, a, a hell of a gig. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you know, I'm I'm trying to do that in the studio mm-hmm. by myself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's super strange, you know. But... Yeah. Gets <laughs> gets strange. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get strange as an artist than what can <laughs> yeah <laughs> than too who right can. too right yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean like a lot of uh, a lot of going in i love it like it's yeah. awesome yeah, uh do, yeah. do you have any kind of um apart from going out in nature and spending mm. a lot of time in nature do you have any uh spiritual practices or, or in interests mm. of, of your own um, or is it more just nothing formal organic? really uh you know, quite interested in you know present moment awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, in the in that sort of, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm no Buddhist, but you know, mm-hmm. in that kind of vein. Um, yeah, I, I love the, those aspects to to religions. You know, where you get Gnostic Christianity, you get uh, uh, Sufism in in Islam. Uh, every every large organized religion seems to have these these weird little offshoots that 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 are monastic and 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 uh, and go in mm. and mm. uh you know that i i'm kind of interested in in that side of uh things um but again you know not not in any formal yep. way yeah yep, yep. there's there's nothing i'm i'm doing there that's um you know apart from chewing the odd mushroom and uh, yep absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> say no more Na- natural inspiration <laughs> and they're free yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, excellent mm, yeah, yeah. yeah do you believe in a a higher power or anything do you, do you think there's there's mm. something uh great greater than us or are you, are you a bit more um uh what's the word when you don't uh What's the when you don't believe in God? Oh, uh, yeah, um, that one. Uh, yeah, that one. Um, yeah, my my word power fails me as well. I can't remember it. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> um, oh, look, uh, I basically resort to the, the you know pitiful explanation of I don't bloody know. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> could be. Ag- maybe, I'm maybe agnostic, agnostic, know, rather yeah. than atheist. No, A- got, there got we the go. Words there, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I'm the same. I'm yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm fascinated by the possibilities. Um, I think that if, if you know, it's quite likely there's other intelligences out there by what we know of the universe. Um, they might come in the form of a you know insanely intelligent gaseous cloud like. Mm-hmm. We might not recognise that. We'll just fly through it in a spaceship. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, it's it, there seems to be uh, an animating factor to uh, everything, to to life, the universe, and everything. Um, you know, if you ponder a dead fly on your windowsill, you know it's amazing to to think that you could analyse those two, uh, the the live one, and the dead one. They probably under scientific scrutiny be exactly the same mm. but one's not moving and the other one you know is regenerating its cells all the time why yeah what's that force <laughs> yeah what's that force and and you know of course rivers of ink have been spilt uh talking about that and no one seems to come to any definite conclusion um mm. but yeah I, i'm fascinated about that kind of thing mm. yeah mm. like i was just listening to a podcast about the possibility of uh reviving the dead Right, you know, and uh, and you know that doesn't sound as voodoo like as I want to, what I'm uh, implying. It's it's David Eagleman, the neurologist, um, talking about people who have been frozen underwater for forty minutes and then they're able to be revived. Um, you know, literally come back from the dead because yeah. their, their tissues haven't regenerated, uh, degenerated. Sorry, um, yeah, I, I love that kind of thing. You know, it's how has this? You know, you've gone from a state. Where you know you, you know more, and then you you're there again. Mm. Like this this is a 
a doctor got revived and I'm still a doctor now, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just Where is the consciousness going? Yes. What, what is it? I mean, well, you call it the soul. A soul yeah. is the easiest word for it, yeah. but, you know, still, uh, how do you prove that a soul mm. exists? I is mean, it the universe trying to understand itself by looking through our eyes? Mm. You know, what is it? Um, yeah, I'm fascinated by those questions. But mm. uh, once again, like, you can lose yourself down a rabbit hole there yeah. and never come out, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, sounds like a very, very similar uh, interest and, and kind of um, uh, outlook to how, how, you know, myself, but um, in the meantime, instead of worshipping a, uh, a being or something that's God, just uh, mm. nature, you know, Na- nature yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. kind of the, uh, the, the best force that's kind of creating everything. And I think that's, mm. uh, if we could, more people could replace nature as their God figure, then I think we'd be I, in a I've very healthy often, place. <laughs> often said that, yeah, I've made posts about that, you know, we need to... Worship nature instead of a, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, and sounds like you do. Yeah. Sounds like you I do. I do. I try, <laughs> but yeah, not in any formal way. And uh, I wouldn't say I have a ritual yep. at all. Yep. Yeah. Painting. Painting could be the ritual. Painting, yeah. Making, that's it. making deities. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something that AI can't do. Yeah, totally. Well, totally. if it does, then we're in trouble. Right? Well, there was there was one. <laughs> there was one. Oh, what was the name? There's some weird AI that kind of, uh, being that they were reporting emerged called Mo- Moab. I can't remember. <laughs> this freaky woman kept appearing in many, many uh, AI generated things. Love it. And then they love started it. speaking to it through ChatGPT and things got a little weird. So I mean, in a way, why isn't that? any less natural than, than right. you know, uh, a, a eucalypt or whatever, mm. you know. It's something that we've created. Mm-hmm. It uh, exists within our plane of existence, so. Universe you know. gets weird. Yeah. Why can't this be? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. that the next stage of evolution? Yeah. Non-bio- well, that's non-bio- it. Non-biological life. So I think, yeah. Like art, talking about it in art is one thing. We're sort of eliminating it and, you know, trying to make a, a body of work that, that, that concentrates on the human or on perception or whatever it might be. Um, but then, you know, one must acknowledge that, you know, we made this too and, mm. and maybe this interaction, this communion with technology creates these new weird possibilities continually because we live in a, you know, in a weird reality. Yeah. That does this. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's getting more and more science fiction y, isn't it? Yeah. Or Black Mirror even, depending yeah, on yeah. your perception, I guess. Well, yeah, you can look at it as a positive or a negative. But mm. um, there's those two forces, maybe they're the one force, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have um, any professional, uh, just because you have such an incredible career, you're mm. such an in- incredible artist and, you. and you've, you've just managed to maintain such a, mm. uh, a consistent practice and, mm. um, yeah, a, a career that is very uh, enviable for, for many emerging mm. and, and established art- artists mm. out there. Oh, Wondering if you have any um, advice for, for any artists out there listening, professional oh. or, or creative or anything? Look, uh can't improve much on who's the the guy who does the yes album covers um oh roger dean yeah roger dean Love can't roger improve dean. on what what he said you know <laughs> like he asked a similar question to, of him and yep. i thought his answer was just brilliant mm. um what would i say uh look uh my motto has always been you know um have a go and die trying you know yep. just uh, if if you fail, then okay. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. What's the What's the problem? Like you know, just you know, don't set yourself up to fail, but uh, you know, create, uh, strive as high as you can, and and uh, and put your vision out there, and 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 you know, uh, be brave about it. Uh, and then, if you you know, I've fallen on my face plenty of times doing this. Uh, you get up and you you, you just do it again. Um, and that attitude of uh, a healthy attitude to failure is really important. Mm. You know, I've heard of people uh, where they actually track their failures and have you know a quota for failures, like two hundred failures a day, you know, right. or something like that. You know, I think it's wonderful. Like you know, uh, because it it puts a positive spin on on things. Art is always 
the making of art is always positive. Mm. Right? right. You can't make art, even if it's really dark, you can't make art negatively. Mm. It, it's, it's something that, um, yeah, that, that, that's always got that energy about it. So, you know, trust that. Uh, and don't be afraid to, to, to fuck it up because, you know, what's the worst that can happen? It's, you're not operating on someone. Yeah. You know, it's, yep. just, a, it's just a painting, man. You know? Totally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so re- yeah. reframe your uh, attitude towards failure is like an mm. incredible message, which I constantly struggle with, but constantly yeah. try to, do, yeah. try to uh, you know, get, because really the ultimate failure is not trying not doing anything. Yeah, well, that, that's it. That's, Being too scared to fail is the the ultimate failure. Yeah, I think, I think that that's what I'm talking about. Mm. Yeah, you've just put it in a more concise form. And mm. yeah, don't just don't be yeah don't paralyze yourself into inertia. Yeah, just do it totally. Um, and if if yeah. not, oh well. Yeah. Again, it's just like, a painting. Yeah. yeah. Like Yoda said, you know, do or not do. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he said. <laughs> Um, are you working on anything at the moment? Do you have any shows coming up? Or? Uh, yep, yep. Uh, show next year at, uh, yeah, there's, well, I'm, I'm putting together body of work and we'll see where it goes. Right, I know. yep. Um, could be one, could be a few shows, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's right. Well, we'll I'll, I don't want to preempt things. It's this work that I'm making is in a nascent stage. So... Uh, I have to see where it goes, but I do. I do have some some formal things planned. I just want to yeah. uh, have the work first. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So awesome. Don't want to preempt anything there. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll definitely, uh, yeah, be letting everyone know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every, everyone just like whenever you have a show, I just mm-hmm. all, <laughs> the amount of people that just rush to it is just oh, yeah. speaks for Thanks. itself. It's yeah, just yeah, be- yeah. beautiful work. But um, Juan, thank you so much for Thanks, joining me. A pleasure to to have a have a good chat with you. Mm. <laughs> it's always just at openings, you know. It's only yeah. so much uh, conversation you can oh, really have at an opening, isn't yeah. it? So um, yeah, no, I really, really appreciate it. Um, and how do people find best place to find your work or give you a follow? Yeah, uh, I've got a website, uh, JuanFord.com. Um, my uh, Instagram page is relatively active so uh, let's see you can look me up there Mind awesome. Forward Art fantastic uh, and my galleries so yeah Michael Reed um, uh, Diane Tanza well sorry that's this is no fantasy yep yep uh, great still, gallery still old school there yeah <laughs> <laughs> been there 22 years uh, <laughs> wow yeah yeah amazing uh, and uh, and yeah and I've got a presence in Hong Kong at, uh, uh, as well fantastic uh, yeah Awesome. Mm. Thank you. Thanks a lot, mate. Really appreciate it. Uh, And uh, love your work. And thanks everyone for listening. Cheers. Take care. Bye.